in our area, go to kkfi.org slash arts kc go. Hi everybody, this is BJ Thomas and you're listening to 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM KKFI Midcoast Radio Project or its staff and volunteers. about it is appealing everything that traffic will allow nowhere could you get that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra bow there's no people like show people they smile when they are long yesterday they told you you would not go far that night you open and there you are next day on your dressing room they The makeup, the props, the audience that lifts you when you're down. The headaches, the heartaches, the backaches, the flops. The sheriff who escorts you out of town. The opening when your heart beats like a drum. The closing when the customers don't come. word before the show has started that your favorite uncle died at dawn and top of that your partner have parted you're broken hearted but you go on there's no people like show people they smile when they are long even with a turkey that you know Well, hello and welcome to this edition of the KKFI Arts Magazine Show. I am Michael Hoog, your host. Glad to have you with us on this Monday. Calm down out there. We know how you are on Mondays <laughs> as you listen to the Arts Magazine Show right here on KKFI. 90.1 FM, your community radio station right here in Kansas City. And you are listening to the Arts Magazine edition anyway of the Fall 2023 Fun Drive, which is underway now. Your chance to give back your support to community radio KKFI by calling our line 888-931-0901. And that means it's toll free from, I guess, anywhere in the country, maybe the world. <laughs> well, at least United States and Canada. At least. <laughs> at least United States. That is Link of Link's Mix. He is sitting in here for a while, along with Rick Stacy, who is hey. sitting in as well. Right. Welcome. Welcome, uh, both of you, to to help here Thanks on the program. Thanks for having me. 
It's fun to be back. It's great to have you here. It's always a big count. Rick is kind of lucky for me. So uh, that's, I, I wanted I, him today. I bring you good fortune. I'm like the little <laughs> leprechaun at the end of the rainbow. And then every time I come do this, you make another 2750 Because yeah. I, I always pitch that in. So oh, okay. That's my IQ, 2750 ah. Just so you know. <laughs> okay. I'll remind you yeah, of that. Please do. I'll, for, I'll forget. So. <laughs> Periodically at times. Now, if, if you tuned in to listen to the ballet. We, we have Ramona Panzagral and Val Kenna Paroli yes. with us on the show today, too. We'll get to them in a bit. But uh, we need to talk about what's going on, why fund drives are important. We have a couple of premiums to you, uh, to give away to you. Well, not to give away. <laughs> if, if you right. pledge. It's a thank you gift for your donation. And we, we've sweetened the pot for this show, as we always like to do. We always like to have a champion's challenge. And uh, since this is a, a talking show and you maybe don't want to be away from your radio because you want to hear what's going on, we're extending it for the whole hour. Wow. So you don't have to immediately stop everything. It'll go from now until 1 o'clock. There's a $100 challenge on the table, and that's from our very dear friend, Mark Andrus. He says, I've got $100 I will give to the station if the listeners out there will do the same. And it doesn't have to be just one listener. It could be two or three of you. I, my old rule of thumb is if we have three callers during this hour, we will surely make that $100. So that means you and two others need to pick up that phone and make that call. The uh, operators are standing by in Pledge Central down the hall there. They're ready to take your call. Or, of course, you can go online to kkfi.org. This is your chance to show your support for the arts in this community and for the community radio station that brings you information about art twice a week, not just once a week, but twice a week for an hour that you get nowhere else on your radio dial. So show your love for the arts, your love for your community radio station, and we'll get it matched for that first $100. That's 888-931-0901 or kkfi.org. I'm going to go back and take your call okay. right now. All right. Happy phone answering. Yeah, we, we know. I personally, I want Mark's $100. I know he has it. <laughs> I know he wants us to have it. Right. And is it a fun drive, F-U-N, or a fun drive? Because I'm having fun. Oh, it's both. We have a lot of fun doing this. Yes, look at the spelling. It's yes. a fun drive. And we do. We have a lot of fun here. Yeah. This is important. Uh, boy, Rick Stacy here, a cartoonist, nationally known cartoonist. Uh, Thank you. Does I performances. self-publishing for a long time just so you <laughs> would know that. So, yeah. Does you know, does all kinds of things around here and beyond appears at these uh, at these shows. The you appear to Comic Cons, the art shows yeah. and stuff. Yeah, the pop culture that we've nurtured since the late '60s, and uh, I have been a part of that since I'm in my early '70s, and we have seen it grow from just a fun little comic book swap and shop to one of the great big mega shows all across the globe. As a matter of fact, now these comic cons that bring in artists and writers and actors and performers and give people a chance for ground zero opportunities as students to talk to these folks and pursue uh, graphic novels, comic books, illustrations, or get their feet wet with costuming and movies and TV shows. And it's, it's exploded into opportunity because of its community. Much like what KKFI is, is to us today, it's our local community that's gone 
da, 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 worldwide because you can find us all over the internet and it's bigger, higher, wider than Kansas City, the heart of KKFI, but it goes every place. So you could go every place. Sure. And uh, so I've interviewed, I've interviewed, <laughs> I've interviewed some of these people yeah. along with yourself and where would you hear about them? Where would you hear their stories except for on KKFI? Exactly. It's not very likely yeah. that you would. That's true. Absolutely true. We have some premiums today, if you want. Uh, what, especially good one. People really like to do this. The guest disc jockey certificate. Oh, that'd be fun. That's like I, I mentioned to you earlier in the green room, which really isn't green at all. That <laughs> I, I can imagine so Santa great. Claus or... Santa Michael opening up a letter saying, what I really want for Christmas is to be a guest DJ at KKFI, do my own thing for an hour. And how would I do that? Signed, anybody, USA. So <laughs> if you as Santa would answer that question, what that would is, you tell them? That is imminently doable, of course, because we have a guest disc jockey certificate. If you make a one-time donation of $200, you can do exactly what Rick said. You could be a, a guest for an hour. Uh, one of us will engineer for you and play the kind of music you want. You know, as long as, you know, as long as it's not anything profane or anything, right. and basically anything you want to play, and someone will just be the be the uh, engineer for you. You're the disc jockey. So yeah, what you, a great idea for somebody that wants to do that, uh -huh. or a great idea as a gift for a group of oh. friends or family or what have you. To say. We've pulled together. We've made this donation. This is your present. Enjoy your holidays. You know, there have been several people over the years. This is why you have to take advantage of this, folks. Yeah. There have been several people over the years who had, in, uh, in one particular instance, it, it was a man's spouse. And she donated for him because she thought that that was something he would really find cool. He, he did like it. Did it several times. Later on, applied to become a disc jockey here on the station, and had a show for for quite a while. It was he admitted later it's it's more work than he expected it would right. be, yeah. but you can do that. Yeah. A budding career can start yeah. right Dreams here. Dreams realized for only two hundred dollars. I love it. And yes, here on KKFI, you have to pay to get <laughs> FCC approved. That's right. All it right. has to be FCC approved for two hundred dollars. So when you call. And the number, again, is 888-931-0901. Tell them you want the guest disc jockey certificate, and they'll arrange all the details Absolutely. with you. And you can do that safely online, too, at kkfi.org. That's why I usually do it, if I'm not here in person, to make my pledge. So it's safe. You can do it. It's safe. It's indeed safe, and you can become a disc jockey for your own, for your own, for an hour, yes. it's your show. It's yeah. it's anybody USA hour, your show. You can say, well, this is my show. Sure. We don't care what you say, as long as you donate the two hundred dollars, <laughs> and one of us will be uh, right. your board operator. So Absolutely. you don't have to worry about that. Right. You actually have to have a license and be approved to do that. But <laughs> bring your per personality and your content and have a ball. Yeah, and. What you want to say. It's also important, folks, what you want to say about your music. Sure. That's important. The listeners need to have that little bit of insight. Now, something interesting. I believe this is a new thing, unless I just missed it last time around. A vintage KKFI trucker hat. <laughs> for $10 a month or $120 for a one-time donation, you can get a trucker's hat. With KKFI right up here on yeah. the forehead. And uh, 
as you're driving your big rig, yep. <laughs> you, can, you can hear uh, this, and you're a KKFI trucker. I may say, if I could, as a graphic artist and designer, I've noticed in the last year there's been kind of a rebranding, refreshing new logo for KKFI, and it's really pretty snappy. So this is all really new stuff, and you can get it as a cap, or you could get it as some other mm. wonderful gifts and amenities that you'll share with us during the show. Sure. So all of those, all of that, $200 for the guest disc jockey certificate, $120 for and these are one-time donations for the vintage KKFI trucker hat. There you go. I can imagine yeah. going by guys driving the big rigs with their KKFI hats yes. on. I can just imagine yeah. that. And people say, what? <laughs> say, do you like my snappy new cap? That's and I right. got that when I made my donation at uh, KKFI. I listen all the time. I spilled my thermos in my lap. That's okay. I, I turned on KKFI, and I felt better already when I'm driving those big rigs and wearing my cap. That's right. This one right here. Breaker, breaker. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if they still say that. I, I know very little about that. But that's that's what you can do. And they, and the person answering the phone for you, they can break it down to so much a month or all in one lump sum. Talk to them about that. But we want you on board on the KKFI Fall Fun Drive now to uh, get in Mark Anderson's pocket and get his $100. We need some of you to pledge, so you need to call for that. Uh, 888-931-0901. And don't feel bad for Mark. He wants to give yes. the money. Yes. That's that's why he put He's in this position. He's a big-hearted guy. Yes. yes. A big heart is one thing that he does have. Yes. <laughs> he does that again. Does a lot of work around here. Sure. Uh, he and his wife have held Dollar several rates. important positions at the station, and uh, they do a lot of work for KKFI, as well as donating. Great people. Great people. Certainly. So, but we still want his $100. So 888-931-0901 or online, as Rick said, at kkfi.org. So I'll give you a break for a few minutes, Rick. I'm going to talk to the folks from the ballet because they have a show that is just fit for the Halloween times going on here. It's, it's just amazing what, uh, <laughs> what they have done <clears throat> fitting in. The Halloween, and I, I guess it's a holiday. Is Halloween considered a holiday? <laughs> the spirit of, of the time. They are doing Jekyll and Hyde. How interesting. You know, you remember that story? It was a movie with Spencer Tracy. I remember that. And it's been several other versions of movies as well. Uh, Ramona Ponzagrau, Maestra, <laughs> conducts the Kansas City Symphony, which plays for the Kansas City Ballet. Uh, Ramona is... Uh, is the music director, for one thing, and I find interesting. She compiled the music, she arranged, and she edited this for Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, I did. I'm thrilled that we're finally going to hear it live here in Kansas City. It opens on Friday the 13th, and, and even though it's the holiday season, holiday se the Halloween season anyway, we're not going to talk about jinxes or anything like that. <laughs> but it ought to be spectacular. It opens up this Friday the 13th at, of course, the Kauffman Center for the Performing Arts, 1601 Broadway. Uh, the number to call for more information about seeing Jekyll and Hyde is 816-931-8993 or kcballet.org. Dot org. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight performances and uh, ought to be outstanding. Yes. Yeah. Also with Ramona is Val 
Kind of Paroli. Oh, there you go. Good. <laughs> and his choreographer, choreography, I should say, is having its North American debut yes, at the ballet yes. this year. Yeah. You've done it before. It was with the Finnish, lost my place here. It was at the Finnish National Ballet back in 2020. Now, that's very prestigious. Yeah, it actually, even more so in 2020, it, uh, it was during the pandemic. And there were just two countries that were open, and that was Finland and, and New Zealand. And so we were able to actually, we one of the only new productions in the world being produced at the time, and Jekyll and Hyde with Finnish National Ballet. So it's very significant of that time that we were able to produce such a large-scale production. And it was even written up in the New York Times, and arts being essential, and the, the, it was thriving still in in. Uh, Finland. So we're very lucky that was able to open there at the time and hence be able to pre present it here at Kansas City. So I guess once you got over there, you probably stayed for a while, my guess. Yes. Yeah. You. It was hard to get in because of the, you know, a lot of custom thing, not customs, but because of uh, not being able to move from country to country, as we all know, it was a not a great time. But people again there get there and uh, being able to go there because in Finland, arts are essential, not just not just uh government so sure, it, was, sure. it was quite amazing it was we actually we've worked with this with kansas city ballet before we even went there we did workshops with ramona that's how we started working on the music we've been working on the music for six years yes basically yes we have um val approached me and i was honored to help him um, sort of sort out through the music, find different choices, and then when we found pieces that would work for specific scenes to edit them, to make them fit exactly the choreography. So it's been um, quite a journey to get it to where it is here now. Is that how it's usually done? Workshopped no. in places? No, I mean, in the ballet world, uh, that's a luxury to have workshops, that we we're able to get funding for that. It's uh, with movies and Broadway and in theater, it's it's what what do you do when you do a new work, brand new work? You workshop it for years sometimes, and then maybe before it opens, you have previews. We don't have previews. Ballet doesn't have that luxury. So being able to do it this way was quite amazing to develop the story. Um, it, what it's it's more difficult to have the idea and have the music to fit it. It's more it's better. It's easier to have the music to inspire you already. So to find that music to fit this idea was uh, huge, uh, monumental in, in, in having Ramona help me with that. Um, I mean, I've studied music, I know music, but not having all of her knowledge and being able to share that and stuff and working with the dramaturge, Carrie Perloff and the synopsis and the, this ballet has never been done. I mean, this hasn't been done as a major ballet before. So there's no precedent so working out ideas and thoughts and then fitting it to the music as we go or cutting and pacing that I didn't work, that piece of music didn't work, but putting that all together, it's monumental. It's yeah. Huge. yeah. Well, you answered sort of what I was going to ask next, but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and plunder okay. my way <laughs> in anyway. What came first or what for you? I often ask composers mm -hmm. this question too. The, the story, the situation, right. and in your case, you already said the music Anything else uh, well, add into that for you? Well, do you I, do yeah. you see moves in your head as you're listening to the music? Oh, of course, of course. And that's uh, having that music is a luxury to have that. So you get in your head the choreography, but again, get, finding the music to fit what's in your head 
that's more difficult. Uh-huh. And that's where, you know, Ramona yeah, came we, in there. We, we did a lot of talking and a lot of listening and, you know, Spotify lists and <laughs> late night texting and to, to try <laughs> yeah, to find yeah. the pieces of music that, you know, fit the scenario. And the, the score is drawn from all Polish composers, which may seem a little strange. It has nothing to do with Poland. But the quality of the music, um, we use three centuries of composers from wow. Poland. But Pinderecki, some people probably don't know the name, but if you saw the mu- movie The Shining, um, that had creepy background music, that's Pinderecki. Wow. So, so we you know, started with him, and then we needed people that sounded like him for some other works, mm-hmm. and that became Goretzky. And then we needed more genteel music for Mr. Hyde or, or, or for Dr. Jekyll when he um, wasn't quite crazy. And so, <laughs> so we used some Chopin and some Vinyovsky for the more genteel scenes. So we basically um, really went through the Polish repertory because they have a similar sound and a similar quality to them, even though they're in different centuries. So since, it hangs together really nicely. Since you compiled the music, did yeah. you have an idea ahead of time where you thought you were going to go? Or did you do a lot of listening to the Polish composers? Oh, Val and I were listening our brains <laughs> out. Oh. <laughs> we, yeah, we were just, li- I think we listened to absolutely every single piece of Goretzky and Pinderecki to find what we needed. And... Um, I, the the most difficult thing for us to find, which was really strange, was the last thing we found. There's a tavern scene. And so we knew what we wanted, but it needed to be just a little tilted, just a little strange. And we didn't want it to be a caricature. So that was the most difficult piece. But when we found it, we both knew that was it. And uh-huh. um, there's a tavern scene in both acts. So it comes back both times, but it's a little bit different. And um, um, that section just is fantastic. It was worth the two years search. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it ought to be impressive then. It's an interesting story, and I don't want to give anything away, but I, I, I sort of have to give little clues, I guess. A, I always thought of him as kind of a split personality for whatever reason. But then I was reading about this production and where it all came from and how it started. The original book, or noveletta, is that what they called yes. it? Because mm-hmm. I guess it was published kind of like they did the old Sherlock Holmes stories uh, in a piece of literature and would come out like on an every, every two-week basis, a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. So I assume this was like that. It did. Well, I took the, I researched Robert Louis Stevenson, and I've always wanted to do Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, I was, as a kid, child, the, the old old black and white werewolf, Frankenstein, the mummy, and Jekyll and Hyde, I, I was obsessed with. And this uh-huh. just rang a bell with me. The, the, the theme of it is that we have all have good and evil in us, and, uh, and bringing that out. And I've always wanted to do a, a, a duet between two men where there's the same person, good and evil. And I went, put two and two together, and th- that was the first basis of this. Of this, And then researching Robert Louis Stevenson on this novel it just opened my eyes because it's basically autobiographical. He was a very sickly child. He was always on drugs, in bed, bedridden a lot. So he his mind is altered, and he wrote this story in six days and six nights when he was in a hospital bed 
on major drugs. His mind was altered when he wrote this. And you look at this novel and you go, wow, that makes sense. And so in this case, putting Robert Louis Stevenson, it's almost in the ballet like he's writing it and it's coming to life on stage. So Robert Louis Stevens is one of the characters. He's very one of the crucial characters. And it really is Jekyll and Hyde is him. Ah, so we ah. really, when you look at it, it's a little bit psychological here, this whole thing. But, it's, <laughs> but also, uh, I wanted to uh, contemporize it a bit where you see like the Spencer Tracy, the film and stuff where he, he grows big teeth and you know, hunch back yeah. and hair grows all over. But in my mind, the monsters of our time, you don't recognize that. There's that businessman, that one man going to the bars. And when you look at the mass murders that created by men you would never realize. So to me, the most horrific thing is when you don't know who is going to be, you know, who's doing mm-hmm. these, these murders and these, these crimes. Just look at the headlines right now. So it's sure. very, it's much like that. So you're, he's very attractive, Mr. Hyde like basic businessman, you know, you just don't suspect this. And I find that more horrific. Sure, it, it really is. The man in Chicago, for instance, the mass murder in Chicago. Yes. He was a clown who entertained children. Uh, yes, and we can go on and on and on yeah, <laughs> with I'll that. So. When you look at the headlines and you go, wow, wow. Even the mass shootings right now, you go, wow. You just mm-hmm. don't expect that. How do you translate into the that into the beautiful movement that the dancers oh, do. you'll have to come see it. <laughs> <laughs> Opens this Friday for uh, for eight performances. Friday the 13th. I'm not going to say anything more about that. <laughs> Saturday the 14th. Those were both evening performances. A Sunday matinee at 1.30. Then the next week, Thursday evening, 7.30, Friday evening. Two performances on Saturday. The afternoon of the 21st at 1.30. The evening of the 21st at 7.30, and then it closes on Sunday the 22nd at 1.30 p.m., all at the Kaufman Center for the Performing Arts, 1601 Broadway. You can go online to kcballet.org. You can make arrangements, learn more about the show, read about Ramona, read about Val. It's very informative website. Yeah. It very is, informative. Yeah. And they've the included time. a lot of things on it for people um, to talk about the story and the synopsis of the ballet, as well as even the novella is listed there. You can um, look at a QR code and you can read the whole book before wow. you come. Wow, yeah, that's that's where it originated, and and look what it turned into over the years. And as Val pointed out, you know, if there's people in history throughout the years yes. who probably had some of these same problems. <laughs> so it's more realistic. I don't want to scare any children. But it, this sounds fascinating to me. And balancing duality in our lives. Mm-hmm. I tease a lot because my birthday is June the 15th. Mm-hmm. But I tell people both of me are Gemini. Oh, and then you start, <laughs> there you go. Start, Mine is the 16th. Happy birthday in advance to you. <laughs> I relate. Yeah, there you go. And it's like, okay, I know I, I have the side and this other side, then I want the one that, that is uh, um, permissible, acceptable, mm-hmm. fair in judgment, good guy mm-hmm. to pop out. But some other times in the back mm-hmm. of your mind, you might think, you know what? There's a balance here I've got to make sure I've got. Because some days you yeah. feel like <laughs> the other fell off. We all have those <laughs> moments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. And it never, to me, I agree with you. Um, it, it appears in movies. I love the films. Mm-hmm. I collect those. I've got mm-hmm. those at home. And... Uh, uh, Comic books is the Incredible Hulk. Here's my rage coming up. Oh, that's a good you. example. Well, yeah. At least was impressed by it. Swiped it. Right. But that that balance here because 
you're right. Today's monsters are attractive. Mm -hmm. And that way they can lure you into their monstrosities right. and do more damage. But also look what's going on with the drug culture now with fentanyl and stuff. You see that alters people's minds and what they're like Absolutely. drastically. And you see it on the streets. They're violent. And that's not really what they were before Correct. this. And it's yeah. we're in that phase right now. And right. It, it's, it's frightening in many ways. Absolutely. And this really, in a way, addresses that in an odd sort of way, but it really does, where you just don't know, you know, walking down the street, you see talking to themselves and stuff, but this, the, the whole epidemic, or, yes. I know, of, 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 of drug, you know, and drugs in everyone's people's lives and stuff, it's, it's really, it's serious, it really is. Oh, yeah. exactly, and, and the drugs are a part of it, but so much of the the media, and I don't mean to segue right now to the fun drive. I, I will admit that. <laughs> no, okay. it, it, the media feeds into so much of this to try to keep my opinion as mm -hmm. okay. scared, yes. angry, oh, yeah. upset. So I'm always on, on the teetering here of what could be a lack of balance with uh, outrage or just bad judgment. Right, right. If I do nothing but think up here and I have bad judgment. So um, I just want to chime in on that because I think this is very important because the art reflects society art society does. reflects art so i think this is a good thing to come mm -hmm. see it's a duality kind yes of. and absolutely. we all have different aspects of our personality right. but usually it's not so extreme it, it, it doesn't lead to murder a lot no of that's, oh we <laughs> hopefully not, not. <laughs> the, the way that it's realized on stage the way um, val put it together with the sets and the costumes and of course the music um it's quite a spectacle i mean the huge production i think it's probably the largest one we've ever done. And uh, so there are beautiful costumes in ballroom scenes and there's, you know, scary street scenes walking by one light in the lamppost. And you've got a little bit for everybody in there. There's still the beauty of ballet um, as well as this um, really scary but quite delicious storyline. So a little is. something for everyone. Once again, for those of you who want to get a head start, kcballet.org. Or the phone number, 816-931-8993. It's time for our middle of the show break. But when we come back, we'll have more from, from Val and Ramona and Rick. And we'll hit this a little more. I have more questions anyway. I, I always do. I'm, I'm a curious sort, as I like to say. But all this, when we return, you're listening to the Arts Magazine Show. Oh, first of all, 888-931-0901. That's the number to call to make right. your contribution. And online, it's uh, kkfi.org. ORG, where you can make your contribution safely. We'll be, do. we'll be gone for a few minutes. Call that. Go there on your website. More when we return. You're listening to the Arts Magazine radio program right here on KKFI. 90.1 FM. Hi, I'm Russ Simmons with Freeze Frame, KKFI's weekly look at the newest cinematic fair in theaters and streaming. The Exorcist Believer had to change its release date so that it wouldn't compete with the Taylor Swift concert film. Now that's scary. In this creepy franchise reboot, Leslie Odom Jr. plays the father of one of two demon-possessed girls. He recruits help from someone with experience, the mother from the original film, played by Ellen Burstyn. It's modestly effective and somehow manages not to be unintentionally funny. The main drawback is that the exorcist gimmicks are all pretty familiar by now. The carnal Netflix psychological thriller Fair Play combines corporate intrigue and erotic discord. Phoebe Denevore from Bridgerton plays a brilliant hedge fund analyst who leapfrogs her fiancé for a big promotion. 
Her bow, played by Alden Ehrenreich, doesn't take it too well. Sharply acted and intriguing, fair play works effectively until it takes some plot turns that stretch credibility. Julia Garner from Ozark and Jessica Henwick from Game of Thrones star in the disturbing suspense thriller The Royal Hotel. It's inspired by the true story of two American backpackers who take temp jobs at an extremely remote bar in the Australian outback catering to minors. Things go awry as they contend with all that pent-up testosterone. The actors shine in The Royal Hotel, an unnerving gender critique. Scream meets Back to the Future in the Amazon Prime comic thriller Totally Killer. Kiernan Shipka, who was Don Draper's daughter in Mad Men, plays a teen who time travels to the 1980s to stop a serial killer before he can strike. It's an uneasy blend of genres that isn't nearly funny or clever enough to overcome its jarring shifts of tone. Totally killer is totally avoidable. Well, that's it for this edition of Freeze Frame. Until next time, I'm Russ Simmons with Fox 4 and KKFI-FM. Imagine a radio station that belongs to the community, where your voice is heard and your stories matter. KKFI 90.1 FM is that station. We bring you hard-hitting journalism, thought-provoking discussions, and soul-stirring music. Your donation at kkfi.org ensures the existence of non-commercial, independent, grassroots media. Stand with us and support our mission today by going online and pledging your support at kkfi.org. Welcome back to the Arts Magazine show right here on KKFI 90.1 FM, your community radio station right here in Kansas City. I'm Michael Hogue, your host. We are on the middle, in the middle, well, not the middle, really. We're, uh, actually, it's the fourth day of the KKFI uh, Ball Fund Drive. Yes. And you can pledge your support for community radio here in Kansas City by dialing up, well, no one dials anymore, by punching up 888-931-0901 or, as Rick said earlier, going online to kkfi.org. Where would you hear this explained in such detail as we have uh, other we than would, here? We want to make this so easy because KKFI is an easy place to fall, to listen, to be a part of. It's it comfortable is. because it's your community. And as we listen to the, uh, our guests this morning, we're hearing about another wonderful venue for the telling of a tale, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. But we're looking at all the artists and the writers, the contributors, and the, every aspect of creativity that comes into KKFI to share what they do because we all look for an audience. And no matter what kind of creative we're doing, we want to share it with people. You don't take it and put it together and you shove it under the bed. It's an expression to be shared not only from a creative standpoint, but from different thought, different thoughts, different opinions, to anything from the calm to the controversial, you can share here with the different uh, um, DJs and shows that we have throughout the week. And you can provide your own voice, given the situation that you could be a guest DJ or be a guest on some of these shows. So what is not served by the mainstream radio media which is swell. You know, we all know about commercial radio and Casey Kasem, top 10 radio. Yeah. Stuff like that is just swell. <laughs> but here to listen to everybody gives us a fulfillment in the community. So be a part of KKFI. Be a listener. Listen more often. Make a donation. Doesn't have to be a million six. Michael's shaking his head. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to. But if you can spare a couple of cups of coffee during the week and put something together, do that to share with the community and keep this place going because when it's going, it's going for you 
worldwide. And again, not to beat a dead horse, but I'm going to. The number to call to make your donation is 888-931-0901. Operators are on duty. I've always wanted to say that. Operators oh. on duty. Yeah. Or you can reach us again online at kkfi.org and make your contribution there. I'm going to. Why don't you? I will too. Yeah. That's, that's the way. And that's the way it works here. <laughs> we have a number of great volunteers and cover a great number of different subjects. There uh, you go. Uh, not just community affairs, which is where this program follows, but music shows as well. Oh, yes. And um, KK, uh, Kansas City being the uh, kind of a hub, shall we say, for jazz and blues. It's we play that to that already. Absolutely. Historically, the heart. And when you think about what we're doing here, from music and the arts and conversations and opinions, even editorially speaking, you're sharing your ideas and they are heard worldwide because you're online. Or we have some wonderful 100 zillion megawatt. Uh, uh, 100,000. Yeah. They say it's like 75 miles in any direction. Yeah. So this is big kid stuff. So <laughs> jump in and hold on and make sure that you're a listener, make sure that you uh, are a contributor to content. And toss a few bucks in there, if you will. Yes, thank you very much. 9-888-931-0901 or online at kkfi.org. And we want that $100 from Mark Andrus's pocket. He wants us to have it. We know yes, he does. Indeed. That's why he put it up there, because he thought that uh, we would make that. So make that happen for us, 888-931-0901 or kkfi. Dot org. Back with our guest from the Kansas City Ballet, Ramona Panzagrau. She conducts the Kansas City Symphony when yes. they're playing for the Kansas City Ballet. Yes, nothing like live music. Oh, that's that's probably a favorite of yours. I'm I'm guessing live. You've probably recorded as well, but I'm um, not with them. But yes, oh. yes, yeah. No, um, they're playing beautifully, and I have the largest string section I've ever had in the wow. pit for this show. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Were strings necessary for Val's choreography? Oh, yes. That's how you get some of those scary sounds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's very intriguing. That's very intriguing indeed. And, oh, I sort of asked the question before. I'll, I'll give it another try here. <laughs> you picture things in your mind, movements on stage when you hear this music and how it might fit in the story. Uh, that's an amazing talent to have. Well, it is. And, but you, you can't forget that you have the dancers in front of you. And I treat them as collaborators. Mm -hmm. And they, I always, as a, a, as a still perform at San Francisco Valley. They've been there for 50 years. Yeah. But as a dancer, I always loved choreographers that didn't dictate always what you, what you had to do. But listen to the dancers, listen to us. And so I had them as collaborators in the room, especially here in Kansas City, when we were just starting to work out some of the movement and thought process and stuff. But they were very instrumental in collaborating with me and giving out the ideas and such. And I'm a true believer if the dancers themselves feel that they have a say, you know, the buck stops here, of course, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes they have great ideas. And if they feel part of it, part of the process, I think then they feel uh, bold and they feel like they're part of it. And I think you get a better performance. And in this case, we can't forget that they're also the collaborators in this with how I, I create and work. 
will you take this now elsewhere? Well, it it is, and I, I want to say that it, it's very prestigious that Kansas City Valley is the first to produce this uh, outside of Europe. Um, I find this is a world class company, and it's just a, a just so appropriate that it was. This is the company that will perform first outside of Europe because it started here. Kansas City Valley was invested. They they wanted to do it from the very beginning, and now many companies want to do it. So it's going to stay in North America for the next four years. Many companies are going to d- perform it. And what's really great, it's, it's fabulous for this company, they're artistic directors and a lot of prestigious people coming here to see it. Mm. So there might be more as we go. But, yeah, we have four companies um, that between now and 2025 are going to do it after um, Kansas City Ballet. And more and more are interested. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, there's, there's legs. This ballet hopefully will continue to go on for many years. That must make you feel so, oh, what's a good word? It's a happy for one oh, thing. Yes, yes, like your yes. talent is being fulfilled. Yes. That's very important to feel right. that way. And each time it's done, uh, uh, Finnish National Ballet did in 2020, the height of the pandemic, and then brought it back again in 2023. And you can imagine creating something with all the, the, the there's even in, in Finland when uh, it was open, there were still precautions and stuff. You couldn't go from department to department. They're keeping everybody separate. But there's there's things you wanted to do, but you didn't have the time to do. We Like I said, we didn't have previews. It was very successful, but there were things I went, wow, I wish I could change some things. And well, when they did in 2023, we did another workshop here prior and, and and did more character development and it was even better and here when we're doing it again we're even working on it better more to make it even stronger the storyline so you you sit back you know you're always in a studio and everything's close up and then when you're in the theater you go wow that didn't work as well as i thought uh-huh. but you pick your battles you keep going well sure and you fix it so if you're lucky enough for a ballet to survive opening night again you don't have previews like Broadway, film, and other sure. theater, you know, you that's when your work is, that's when you need more work. You want That's that fun part of developing it. So each time it's done, it's developed even more here. And I think it's even stronger. And the next company, I'll see something else. So that's the nature of it. So it's going to get better and better every time it's done. I'll but. bet so. I bet so, and you probably love that. I love it absolutely. <laughs> I'll bet so. I love it I in love Finland. That grows with you. Oh, it does, and you see things like, "Wow, why didn't I think of that?" Sometimes it's just a look, a reaction. It's not major choreography, but it's where where the focus is, and you go that there. Even three days ago, I went, "Wow, why didn't I think of that five, six years ago?" And it was just a look, and that look really says this: what that person, what was Doctor Jekyll at this time? what he's thinking and I went wow and then I went I went to the dancer and said try this and they did you know and he, went, he loved it we all like worked on it so yeah the, even just the simplest thing sometimes a glance sometimes no movement at all just standing there you're moving too much <laughs> tone it down so that's and all of this story is told through dance through dance no yeah. one word is well there is one word but it's not necessary <laughs> And yeah. some little bit of vocalizing, but not not sentences or but yeah. Sure, we're speaking with Val 
Kevin Kevin Paroli. Kevin Paroli. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Okay. Along I even Ramo- have trouble with that. <laughs> oh no. Along with Ramona Panzagraf speaking about the Kansas City Ballet production of Jekyll and Hyde, which is opening this Friday, the 13th at 7:30 p.m. Runs essentially for two weekends: Saturday evening, Sunday afternoon, then the next week, Thursday the 19th. Friday the 20th, Saturday, two performances on Saturday the 21st, an afternoon matinee, an evening performance on the 21st, closes with a matinee on the 22nd at 1.30, all at the Kauffman Center for the Performing Arts, uh, 1601 Broadway, the number to call, 816-931-8993, or online at kcballet.org. It's, you know, it's... You, you think about that, a story told through dance. Uh, but it's often easy for them to follow. I, I've never seen one where people said, oh, I didn't understand that at all. <laughs> doesn't happen because they see what they're doing and it right, tells the right. story. It, it depends. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, we keep improving that. And sometimes there's confusion because there isn't, uh, there are not words. But the, in the way I work, y- I don't want to do preconceived that you have to see it my way. So I, my thought is you can interpret that how you want, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I love that. So, you know, you don't have to see it as I envisioned. If you have another thought or idea in your head, that's that's just as valid. In the book, it wasn't in the movie that I recall. Maybe it was. But the scenes at the beginning and the end with the actual Robert Louis Stevenson in a, in a clinic. Uh, that Was that something new for this version of the ballet? Yeah, no, that's that's not even stated in the, in the novel. You I know, see. It's, it's, I think it's stated through Mr. Utterson's uh, I, point of view, telling the story. Plus there's um, many characters in it that are maybe just talked about, like the maid or I think his fiance or stuff, because in Finland, they realize it's, it's male dominated and you can't do a full length ballet without having women in it. That, sure. that, that the, the whole series of, that their, their, their dancers aren't working. So developing those characters was important. Um, and like the maid, the, the, she's just suggested the maid in the novel witnessed one of the murders. And in, I, I don't know if you remember the film uh, Mary Riley with yes. Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. That stuck in my head. And so I developed that maid because the maid in uh, Mary Riley, um, uh, John Malkovich, I think, was Jacqueline Hyde. Okay. I think it's one of the most underrated films ever. But it's, it's told from the perspective of the maid who's in love with Dr. Jekyll, but she sees the transformations in this film. And I think it's an extraordinary film. So I took that as a you know a character that's not talked about or written about in the in the novel, novella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I had to do other female roles, and it's I think I think you know I love creating uh, minor roles that you see in like in Shakespeare or such, and developing that. Like in I did a Hamlet, uh, a full length Hamlet, but I it's called Ophelia. To oh, me, okay. Ophelia was the most tragic character. I thought uh, Hamlet was a schmuck. (laughs) So it's really from her perception, but I love taking that out of, like Tom Stoppard, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yes. You know, they're the two major characters. I love seeing that in in, in writings, and I do that a lot in my ballet. So 
pulling out characters that were maybe just spoken about and developing that and, and seeing how that works. And making them into real people. Absolutely. I wonder what Shakespeare would have thought of that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't think I was around at the time. But, but. no, he, he, when he passed, he let loose of the material. Right, right, so. right. That makes it fresh, though, to see it from a different perspective. But somebody that's tucked into the narrative somehow, and now you see it through their eyes, it, it gives it a whole new, and not because it's ballet, more legs to run on because mm -hmm. uh, of the difference in interpretation yeah, and then how you receive that interpretation. Absolutely. So. No, I, I love doing that. And so yeah. that was, I had fun with that. That's to me not a, a when they, they mentioned you have to have women in this. And I went, no problem. I'll figure it out. Sure, sure. And so I love that. I love having a puzzle to solve in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Show opens, of course, on Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. You're not a superstitious. I least think bit. it's a great to open this I, it couldn't have been more perfect it's a great hook yeah especially yeah. during the so-called halloween season, season. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it really is anything else ramona would like to add i i feel like i've kind of shortchanged you oh here. no not at all um, <laughs> just um you know i do have the kansas city symphony in the pit so you've got an incredible cast on stage as well as musically um just two small things our matinees are now at 1.30. Uh, they used to be 2 o'clock, so don't come at 2. You'll miss a whole lot of good stuff. It's 1.30. And also, as you can imagine, parental discretion is advised. Yeah, it's probably a bit spooky, especially if you bring children, I suppose. It is a little bit. and It's nothing you haven't seen before, but, you know, when it's live and it's in your face, sometimes it's a little more... Um, a little more vivid. Sure. Kids are more sophisticated today, though. They pick yeah, up on yeah. stuff a lot more, I think. But it's good to advise parents on that so they're, they're not coming into that blindly, that they know. You Sounds know, like a, explain to a wonderful evening and, and with the added things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's mm -hmm. just tremendous. Mm -hmm. I never would have thought of it in that way before I read about the, the hospitalization of Stevenson, mm -hmm. who wrote the book, right. of course. Yeah. And you do see, I mean, it's through his eyes and it, his death, well, legend has it. He, he lived in Samoa with his wife the last part of his, his, his life. And he was drinking a bottle of red wine and he dropped it. And he said, what's wrong? He had a stroke, um, brain aneurysm. He is, the saying is that he said, what's happening to me? What's happening to my face? And and that even we have that that quote in there. So in 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 sense, when you see this at the end with um, Stevenson having this the brain aneurysm, you see his characters disappear with him. Jekyll and Hyde goes with him, so they are part of him. They are him in many ways. Yes. That's how I approached it. Great, great way to do it. I can't say anything more than that. I want to thank you both for coming. It opens on Friday the 13th, runs essentially for two weekends. You can see uh, all the details about that online at kcballet.org and the box office phone number, which is 816-931-8993. My guests have been Ramona Panzagrau, maestra, <laughs> conducts the Kansas City Symphony, uh, compiled the music, arranged and edited as well Ramona in this that's one that's right yeah. it's been a labor of love yeah mm -hmm. listening to all that's intriguing music probably helped quite a bit and Val Canna Paroli there you go good, <laughs> good job the choreographer the North American premiere of your choreography for Jacqueline Hyde 
First time since it appeared in, in Finland back in uh, 2020. And it will be on the stage of the Kauffman Center under the uh, Kansas City Ballet. The production is gorgeous. The music is great. If, if you live from outside this area, there's time to get your plane tickets. Get, come here now. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and telling us all that. I think a lot of the audience will find it intriguing. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. We and have more work to do. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, don't forget, just because we're coming to the conclusion of this wonderful episode. Boy, I, I love listening to all this today. I will listen to the podcast later uh, um, at more at higher decibels. So I really <laughs> but, but having said that, the, the pledge drive, we're putting the fun in fundraising because that's what this place is. This goes on and on. Just because the show is going to end here just a little bit, another one comes on. The fundraising goes on all shows for... Uh, what period of time, Michael? A week, two weeks? Uh, well, it's on there officially for two weeks. Right. But I have an intern who uh, puts it on there for even longer. Okay, there you so go. So you can go to the KKFI webpage, kkfi.org. Yes. Click on podcast, yeah. and you'll... Well, you can go back a couple of years. But the pledge, pledge drive, for Macho. the pledge drive itself lasts for... Ten days. It okay. started on Friday, and it will run through next Sunday. Right. But don't, don't be a slacker. Make the phone call today. Call 888-931-0901 and make a donation at KKFI or reach us online at kkfi.org. And let's let's make this thing happen. It's a blast. It is. It's a lot of fun to do. And I learn so much every week. But like, a lot, well, like I explained today, when, when I was doing my research and learned that, I thought, well, that change, changes my whole approach. <laughs> uh, I see it differently now. And you probably hope that the attendees oh, I, will see that as well. Definitely, I do. Sure. I hope yeah. Come have a great time. It, Sounds great. Uh, this, we're running out short of time, of course. The, uh, uh, the Nutcracker starts, is it late November, early December? It must be late November. Uh, we're in the theater late November. I th uh. We start on the Friday that I think is December 1st. And didn't you tell me earlier, 25 performances of we the Nutcracker? Do. We have 25 shows any day of the week. Any time of the day, we'll, we'll have something for you. So. That's probably your busiest time of the year then, I'm guessing. It is. So you need to have part of January off then. <laughs> Just, uh, we, we get off to recover. like four days and then we go back Four days. <laughs> you need more than that, Ramon. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. The Nutcracker follows this as well, which is also an intriguing show. It and uh, from what I've learned in the past, also has deeper meaning to it than we would have thought. It can have. Isn't you a can just have a great time. Isn't a lot of art like that? It we is. discover meaning we didn't know was there. It's true. That's what enriches our life, though. Th that's that's what really helps. But getting, I guess I should get back to the fun drive now. <laughs> the number to call is 888-931-0901 or online at kkfi.org to make your pledge to support this show and community radio in general all over town. Mixmaster Link is here. That's because he... He likes to mix it up. I, what can I say? He's back in. All right. Well, we have uh, five minutes left in the show, four minutes left in the show, and we have not made our match yet. Oh. So we're, we need you to get active now. Now is the time. We have that $100 on the table, which KKFI will not get if you don't match it. You've heard a great show today. You've been entertained. This is how you pay for the entertainment. This is how you keep KKFI on the air, by your pledge of support. 
or online, kkfi.org, if you want that rad new uh, baseball oh, cap we've oh, got. It's a tracker's hat. $120, <laughs> and you've made the match all by yourself. That's right. But make that call right now. we got three minutes left, 888-931-0901 or kkfi.org. For $120, one time, $10 a month, the KKFI Vintage Trucker Hat. And you can go to kkfi.org to see the pictures that I'm looking at right now. And, of course, the ever-popular Guest Disc Jockey Certificate, $200 for a one-time donation or or they'll break it down for you. It's sixteen sixty six a month, but twenty two hundred dollars for a one time pledge, and you could be the star for a show here on KKFI. And as I said, there have been people who uh, came as di- guest disc jockeys and later on uh, applied for and got their own shows. That's right. So, so it yeah. happens. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's really a. Uh, it's really something interesting that can happen, but that's the way it works. People that's the way you open a door, too, because there are so many different ways to participate. Thank you. Thank you so much to my guests from the ballet. So much to Rick Stacy, a, a true pleasure. renaissance man. Oh, I've done an hour <laughs> interview with Rick just talking about Rick, and uh, it's so interesting what he all does. And we have a good what time. What he's involved in. Thank you. We really do. We have a good time indeed. The Jazz Canadian is next. Oh, he'll be playing some fine jazz for you. And he probably has guests since it's a fundraising drive. He says yes. He's been having guests. He will, and we'll have jazz for you. We'll have jazz from 1 to 3. We'll have the blues from 3 to 6 right here on your community radio station, 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City's Community Radio, 888-931-0901. That's the pledge line. Or go online to kkfi.org. O-R-G. So until next we meet, ladies and gentlemen, at that cross in the road, I'm Michael Hogue. We'll see you next time.